What's up, folks? Hey, welcome to Partners and Pals. I'm Donnie Vagrant. I'm Sean Magnum. We got Danny over there. What's up? Danny V. We have a show for you tonight. We both watched the series Dahmer, mm-hmm. so we're going to be talking about that. And, but, I mean, come on, let's be honest. You know why you're here. BA of Sloppy Seconds is going to join us. Talk to us before he hits our town, Louisville, Kentucky, on October 21st. And their tour in At general. the Mag Bar. Yes, get your ticket. You need to get your tickets. The shit's going to sell out. Just look up Sloppy Seconds, Louisville, Kentucky, 2022. You'll, it'll lead you there. It's 20 bucks and then $7 surcharge like they always tack on. But 27 bucks ain't bad. No, dude. And you know what else you're getting? Our friend Trey, who's usually here, but he's out today. His band, the Jim Harrelson, is opening. So is uh, Van Hot Tiger Sets, which I've heard nothing but good things about. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about both bands. Uh, I've heard a lot of good stuff from Tiger Sex Spectre. Shout out to Spec. Yes, that's where I've heard him from. Yeah. Uh, and Jim Harrelson, dude, that's our boys. So it's going to be cool seeing them play. Uh, but we're going to do a little chatting before we get to BA. Uh, We've got some things in the world that have come up. Uh, uh, you know, uh, what has gone on in the world? <laughs> we lost Loretta Lynn. Oh, we did lose Loretta Lynn. Yes. I so, didn't write that down. I and we saw us, Judy Tenuta. Who's that? Uh, she's a female comedian from the 90s. You probably know who she is. Judy Tenuta? Yeah. I don't remember her. And, uh, because I was actually aware of stuff in the 90s, unlike the 80s, where I was... We're, we're recording this, or we're, we're live on a Saturday night. Oh, yeah. What, what was up with our Friday nights, gentlemen? Did we do anything? Because I got I got a tail. Oh, well, I did some laundry, yo. Oh, cool. No, oh, I just, you know, just... Just took it easy? I did take it easy. I did take nice. it easy. I just stayed home. I took a long bubble bath, though. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Like, white woman style with... I drank like a bottle of wine. Some cheesecake. Uh, I didn't have the cheesecake. It's kind. Of, I was like broke white woman. I didn't have any cheesecake. I was like, uh, I had matzah. Oh. <laughs> to put something in my stomach, I was eating matzah, drinking wine, and uh, uh, watching. You know, I always keep the laptop like on a separate thing in the bathroom when I take my bubble bath. So I hear you. Did you do anything last night, Danny? Did you chill? I just went to awake. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it a good Irish wake, though? No, was there no, no, no Irish wake. Dude, Jewish wakes are the worst. They, unless it's an Orthodox one because they have alcohol there, like you're supposed to. I know. When I die, if you all are there after me, I want you all to live it up. Well, see, that's why, like, and I got my brother to agree with this, like, the whole, like, y'all are going to sneak my body out of... Herman Myers, weekend at Bernie's, and then we're gonna take me to do an Irish wake like they do on the wire, like with a dead body on a pool table at our bar. Yeah, you all in? No, thank you. Okay, and we're gonna have like the wake. Nobody's allowed to diddle my body though. Uh, There will be security to diddle your body just just out of spite, just so I can be like, ha ha ha, Sean, fuck you. (laughs) Well, okay, one of those may be permitted. I'm just going to give you a quick old thumb up the butt. But I might have, like, a thing rigged to my pecker to make it stand up. (laughs) (laughs) Just as a joke. And then uh, then they can have my Jewish funeral the next day. And, you know. But I want to make sure there's liquor when people...
people are mourning my death. Of course. The death of this Christ-like figure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I talk about my Friday night? Yeah, let's see what this other Christ-like figure did. I went and saw Belushi Speedball last night. There's videos on the Partners and Pals page of Belushi Speedball. The Kodiak and Son. Oh, yeah. Which is little Danny on drums. Shitfire. Like I thought I'd post it one at Denny, but it didn't show up. But I'm going to go down the list here. First off, I went to Portal, which is a really cool venue. It's yeah. like a complex. They have a record store, a little cafe, and then they have, it's like, oh, it was selling shots. It's kind of like an indie rock O'Malley's Corner. I wonder which Portland Where game will be. It's in Portland. It's in Portland on the 15th. Who do you think will be shaking them down for monthly payments? The oh, Outlaws or just some local, like Portland Mafia or just some local yo's? I mean, actually, I mean, uh, they need to pay a street tax. Actually, met like uh, one of the owners. Awesome, awesome people. Sounds like a great place. Younger, and, older folk? Uh, he's like probably our age, maybe a couple years older. But no, dude, uh, great place. Daddy played, uh, Daddy played, they were great. Bad brains, they play. Great, 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 great. But Daddy played, they were really good. Uh, Kodiak and Son was Anthony Fazzolesso. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Anthony. Uh, on bass, uh, old Johnny Weiss on guitar and vocals, and Danny Weiss on drums. Uh, John Son in at. Okay, first off, this kid's 14. Yeah. You see, did you watch the video? I watched the video, and I mean, I remember when he was four and he was put at a drum he set. His mother showed him. Sounded great. showed him how, you know, just a basic. So he's always had a natural ability for it. So Anthony, he comes from a family of drummers. Yeah. Though. I was um, actually telling Amy about how we were discussing how good of a drummer that uh, her brother was, Joseph. Yeah. And she told me that he actually gave his set to Danny. He quit playing and gave it to Danny. But quit playing? Yeah, which sucks because he was fucking dating. I mean, I get he has bigger things going on, but don't quit when you're that good. Yeah. Just hold on to it so when you're 50, you can start your jazz fusion band or whatever. Yeah. I imagine that's what you do when you hit your 50. Oh, yeah. When you retire. But they sounded great, man. They did an all Op Ivy songs. It was fun. Amanda wore her Op Ivy shirt. She was dancing. Having, she's not giving a fuck. Uh, it was cool, dude. Uh, they were really cool. And then Shitfire comes on. These guys and ladies get better every time I see them. They were great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard they're good. Uh, my brother knows the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cadillac. Not the guy on guitar? Yeah, that's okay. Cadillac. Okay, all right. Yeah, my brother knows him. He's the guy that recorded people. Yeah. Yeah, Austin said he was a real good guy. I had a lot of this. So they have hams at Portal. Hams beer? Do you remember hams? No. no. I drank so many of these. Uh, yeah, I told that guy I loved them. Uh, I told a few people I loved them last night. Speedball comes out to the Undertaker theme song. Uh, they have somebody in a coffin, a fake memorial, because somebody couldn't be there because they had to work. So they had everybody dressed in black. Uh, Shitfire was all dressed in black. It was great. She had, uh, their singer had the bell. It was, everybody was like funeral appropriate men. And Speedball just did what they did, what they always do. And I got this. You remember Monsters in My Pocket? Well, their manager, Senior Diablo, they have yeah, the cameras right there. Oh, okay. Look for them. Diablo in your pocket. I bought one of these bad boys. 
I, I got drunk and told Diablo he was an icon. He, he was just like an icon. And then walked away. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. It, and the show was great. And then afterwards, I stopped off at Spinelli's, which I haven't been to in forever, and got a slice of chicken waffle pizza from there. I highly recommend it. That's so good. Spinelli's, Brian, you're back on track. I, I got to give Brian props. He knows what the people want, but sometimes what the people want is fucking... It shouldn't get. Yeah. Like, is like, there bits of fucking waffle on the pizza, or is it just the flavoring of the... No, there's bits of waffle. Dude, trust me. It's better than it's And tomato sauce. No, no tomato no, sauce. No, it's like some kind of maple thing. It's good. And they also have a Korean barbecue slice that I didn't try. Ooh. And uh, barbecue chicken, buffalo chicken. White people love their Korean barbecue. I know, dude. Yeah. That's cultural appropriation. Anyway, was, there's, they've got new flavors out. So. I went there, and then we went to Planet of the Tapes to see if uh, Sheila was there, and she wasn't, so... I was still, Sheila, what's up, Sheila? I was still hungry, so I only went to Denny's. Oh, Denny's. Oh, Denny's. You know they're closing, or already closed uh, DuPont. Did they? I was just there. They're closing. Well, I went out over the spring. Wait, DuPont? Yeah. That's, it sucks, but it's awful and now. End There's of no a, more village aid. End of an era. That whole place is getting redone. Yeah, it's going to be all medical stuff. They're keeping some restaurants around because you have to for the it's staff. That place was a spot, dude. Like, you had... You had Everybody went there. You had your choice of... Uh... Oh, it was you just... had your choice of uh, going to... I just got a text from Trey... Uh, Trey said, uh, I got an idea since Danny's off camera. He can be the producer. Every every show needs a Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Oh, dude, Danny's teeth are way better than Baba Booey. Was it Gary Delabate or Bellabate or something? Delabate. You know, they brought that chick on Marcy What's-Her-Face to kind of revamp the Stern yeah. show. And Baba Booey got fucking knocked out of his office. Oh, yeah, he's, like, he can't, I don't think he can, he, he's the only one other than her who can talk to Stern, but he's still got to go through her now, like, the Hollywood outsider, basically, Marcy Green or something. It's, what's her name, what's the black lady's name, she's still Robin, on there? she's still on there, yeah, she's always going to be on there, uh. I'm going to say what's up to the people watching us right now. Who's watching us? Who's watching us? Uh, Trey, who just said, Trey Kwan, uh, what's up, girl? Who wanted to tell us that he got a vasectomy. Uh, that's why Trey's not here. Yeah. Uh, Those coming in pussies. Jeff. Coming in them pussies. Jeff, uh, Jeff Pope. Jeff. Saw him last night. I haven't seen Jeff in forever. Jeff Pope. Old school buddy. Dennis Curl. Dennis, Dennis Curl. What's, what's, up, what's up, up, big Dennis? I don't know you, but what's up? Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, so, we got B.A. B.A. Baraka. I, I mean, I have, we're going to have to take a break here in a little bit so we can call them and all that. Can we play some sloppy? No, we can't. Oh. Uh, we went over this earlier. Now we just look stupid. We want to play that? What? That tape? What tape? Maybe, yeah, we'll play. Give, we're going to play a little. A little taste. Just a taste. Should we say who it is or just let yeah. it play? Yeah, because a lot of people will I say like, oh, we let them guess who it is. No, they're not going to be able to guess who it is. <laughs> like, so, yeah, some people will, but most people, yeah, they probably won't. But we, we, 
We had some vagrant stuff. So we found oh, something. We found yeah. something from like in the middle of uh we're in the middle of transferring all this stuff to so it doesn't die. Trey, just so you know, everything you send me, I'm gonna update since you're pretty much like on the show all the time. Uh yeah, Trey like has Sinatra. Frozen peas on his boys right now. Yeah. I keep telling him to get a steak, but yeah, frozen steak. Peas. A steak. Peas, no, man. you just wrap it up, put it on your balls, and so you switch them out. You switch your steaks out. Peas. And who eats peas? They're gross. Peas is the way to go. That's the only thing that but peas they, are good for. they warm up too quick. They're malleable, though. You know, they... You I can't, get that. You I can't get really that. bend a steak, per se. Mm, see... I don't know. I think I could make it These are big and... And your scrotum's malleable. Anyway, we're going to go smoke for a second. Uh, we're going to let some things go in the background. It's going to be a sexy Any good sports time. fans out there, did you just see your boy Draymond to straight up punch his teammate in that practice? That's awesome. No, Draymond Green? Oh, you didn't see that shit? No. I mean, oh, I have to look dude. That break. Oh, my God. He fucking... <laughs> We're back, partners and pals, Donnie Vagrant. Sean Magnum. We have Danny over there, and on the phone, we have the man, the man. With the plan. He is the lead singer of the Kings of Junk Rock from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm talking about the band Sloppy Seconds and our man, B.A. What's up, B.A.? Hey, Donnie. Hey, buddy. Good to be back with you again. Oh, man. Great to have you. It is awesome having you back. Was yes. this like the third time? Now? Yeah, you were a three-time champion. Mm. And the third time is always a charm. Yeah, so, it always is. And you're actually coming to town. And uh, October 21st, Friday night at the Mag Bar. Get your tickets now with the Jim Harrelson and Tiger sets to the opening bands. But sloppy. We, we oh, man, we got, we got questions for you. Because the last time y'all were here was with the Queers, I think, and I missed that. Yeah, yeah, that, well, that was a hell of a good show. I mean, it was, um, yeah, the Queers and Vice Tricks and uh, me and my doppelganger. So that was a hell of a good show. Cool. Yeah. And our buddy uh, Trey, who's actually on the show most of the time, he's off today because he uh, got a set to me yesterday. But uh, his band, the Jim Harrelson, is actually one of the opening bands. So. Yeah, they're really cool. They're really cool. I hope you guys get to check them out. Yeah, Trey. Trey's kind of like our Frank Sinatra, like with the Tonight Show. You know how he just kind of come on. Yeah, just whenever pops he in. felt like it. Yeah. So what Danny was asking, you you want to ask the man? Yeah, I was wondering how long are you, what, <clears throat> how long is your set going to be for us this twenty first? Oh, yes. Yes. oh, dude, I'm telling you right now, uh, 
the the crowd between between the three of us right here plus Trey and my wife, we'll keep it going. Uh, we can go all night. And uh, oh, there's a treat too for you guys. There's a there's a hell of a decent pizza place. Uh, pizza about a slice right next door. And they're they're pretty decent. I like them. Mm. Oh, that sounds good, man. I haven't had a good slice in a while. Oh man, they're great. So, what what do you think you're gonna be? Uh, can you give us any hints of what you you all might be playing? I know you don't want to spoil it, but. Right. So we will hear, I don't want to be a homosexual, though. Well, oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that, that and, uh... It's a good, it's a classic, it's an old sloppy standard. Comeback Tracy? Well, oh, Comeback Tracy, I'd say that's fair about we play that one too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard you guys play that. Yes. Yeah, we, um, I, I think in recent years, um, well, when we were out at uh, Punk Rock Bowling, we did uh, the Gungo Stop Vacation as our opening number. All right. All right. Uh, 
starts scanning through his phone on the iPod and say, hey, what about this one? We haven't played this in a long time. And if anybody shows any interest, you know, that, I, I think that's the way a, a lot of bands do it. Um, it's, um, you know, there's a certain number of songs that people kind of expect us to play, and, you know, it, that's fine. But, uh, yeah, that, that's my favorite part is just digging through uh, the rest of the pile and seeing what else we might be able to play. It, it's good to have a core of about um, 35 songs we can play if we want to, you know. Nice. Man. So um, will you switch up the set list night by night based on that, or do you pretty much keep the same set, or like he said, is it just depend on the audience? Well, um, the core of the set is is probably going to be pretty similar from one night to the next. It might change off a number or two in the middle. Like, um, and sometimes it's not even by plan, you know, if uh, Bobo breaks a string on his bass and we need to put some time, you know, I, uh, that's when we usually go into something like if I had a woman, you know, because Ace and I can just do that without any uh, other backing. We can just kind of do it uh, with just guitar and vocals. Um, um, and then sometimes, you know, if, uh, even if we don't uh, do the full band version, you know, if we um, get to the point where I need to uh, kill some time while somebody tunes up or something, you know, we'll maybe do human waste, which is an acapella thing, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> it just, it just kind of depends from night to night. Like I said, the, um, the core of the set is going to be pretty uniform because everybody wants to be tight and change things, you know, bam, 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 just... Right. Uh, knock out the songs one on top of the other but uh, if we get called back to do some encore at the end of the night that, that could pretty much be anything awesome man I can't wait I'm so excited to see you guys again yeah there aren't that many shows I get that excited for but this is one of them this is yeah I'm actually that, that's a crazy week for shows for me but uh, I'm actually going to be an indie like two days before that show to see Lizzo, <laughs> so that ought to be. Yeah. I'm gonna say because I'm going to see Max Davis a couple days before we take off. Oh, nice. Yeah, my wife, my wife's a big Lizzo fan, and I was like, hey, uh, it, I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be fun, so why not? There you go, hey. And uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, and then I get to see Judas Priest like two days after I see you guys for the first time, so I'm. Oh, cool. Oh man! Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I've never seen them, so I I need to see them now. They're getting older. I don't know how much longer they're in tour, so. Yeah. But, man, I am excited to have you guys back in the bill. What? Uh, you guys have any more questions about the show or? Uh, the show. I'm pretty. I think. I want to keep it a surprise. Oh okay. No, but I've heard nothing but really good things about them. They really pour it out live. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, they built their whole reputation on just being a pour it out live for them, and they really are good. That's awesome. I, 
I can't wait to see them. I've never seen them. I've seen the Jim Harrison, of course, but uh, man, this is just gonna be a fun show. And it's on a Friday, which makes it even better. I love Friday shows. And, and we're your first stop, right? Nice. And then you guys are going to be in Cincinnati, uh, I think, like the next night. Is that right? Yeah, over at the Southgate House Revival. I love that place. Oh, cool. So I love yeah, that. And Newport. Yeah, we, we played there. Uh, <sighs> it's funny to say, it was actually back in the previous millennium. We were out with Marty Ramon and the intruders. So. Oh, man. That place is great. Huh, I wonder if it's the same place that I'm thinking of. Uh, because that place was great. And Newport, Kentucky, actually, is awesome, too. Yeah, it's a nice little town. Oh, Newport yeah. and Covington, they're pretty much the same. Because that's technically where Southgate House is. And we got the Newport well, Aquarium.
the next year was uh, on the 26th all the way down to New Orleans. Oh, nice. So it landed in New Orleans overnight. Um, and then we hit Texas after that. So we uh, are on the 27th in San Antonio. Um, and sorry about that. Um, I'll just get the name of that venue confused because they've listed it as two different things. So it's the Rock Box is actually the name of it. It's like downstairs at Vibes. Uh, but I guess it's, it's a big complex that has multiple. Oh, cool. Places. Yeah, they. I, I don't know if I've ever actually had any desserts from there. I, I just, I 
Yeah, I usually go for the brisket myself, but yeah, they have good corned beef and pastrami. Usually get uh, one of those like stuffed cabbage things and a couple latkes and and I get at least two Dr. Brown sodas because uh, you know I know I'm gonna need one later. Oh, Dr. Brown's is great. Well, wait, you know what that made me think of? I, I've been telling everybody this, and I've done a couple other interviews recently. I found the greatest soda to mix with blended scotch. Ooh, <laughs> oh, really? Okay, and uh, I, I'm so glad I got it done because 
you know, first time I've been able to walk around without, you know, experiencing constant pain for a long time. Oh, man. Oh, that's good. I'm glad everything's, you know, I'm glad it helped. And yeah. that recovery seems to be going well. Yeah, well, and I, I, um, I, I've actually, uh, I, I don't know how much one has to do with the other, but I've dropped a fair amount of weight in the last year, too, about 60 or 70 pounds. So. Yeah, I saw, I saw a picture of you uh, the other day, and I was like, wow, like me and my wife are like, VA's looking good. It's looking good. What'd you do? Because I'm fat. Like, what? <laughs> What was the secret? What was the thing that you cut out that you think did it? Oh, I mean, I... It's a brand new PA. Yeah. 
New and improved BA. There you go. Well, that means we'll have BA around a lot longer. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Good, that's good though. No, oh, yeah. I just think you know, I mean, and another thing too, I mean, I, I don't know if any of you guys uh, have the same thing, but I, I have, I was diagnosed back in the 90s with a severe case of sleep apnea, so I've had to sleep with a sleep apnea for a long time. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was. I wasn't getting any rest in my sleep just because they did a sleep study on me and they said, well, you've got a severe case of, well, what was happening? They said, you have up to 90 interruptions in your breathing every hour. Oh, wow. That's more than that's, one that's a minute. more than one a minute, yeah. And, I mean, it was, it was terrible because, I mean, I would, if I was out driving, I would start to nod off at a stop sign. Oh man! Just, just because my body hadn't hadn't gotten any rest the night before. Right. The first time I slipped on the mask for that CPAP unit, I got the first restful sleep I probably had in ten years. Nice. Yeah, my brother-in-law. Uh, yeah, our friend friend of the show, Ted. He, yeah. He rocks one of those at night as well. So, yeah, we. Yeah, anybody that has um, snoring issues and you know is not getting restful sleep, I would strongly encourage them to have a sleep study done because it definitely changed my life as far as just uh, getting rest and being able to function better. It really makes that much of a difference, huh? Because my doctors want me to get one. And the funny thing is, you know, uh, for a while I kind of thought that was like a fad science thing that people were just talking about on, um, right. you know, news programs, you know, like, but after I experienced the difference, then I started thinking back about over the years how many people that really were fairly young, you would hear about dying of natural causes suddenly in their sleep. Yeah. And I started to think of it, is, is this was just a serious problem that was not diagnosed until recently. Yeah, I mean, more than likely, <laughs> that's, man. Yeah, I mean, it, okay, I'm sure you intended to say Most of our viewers and listeners are. No, you're no, you're good. You're good. You're no, good. this applies to our audience. So yes, and us. I mean, we're definitely we're getting there. I mean, I just turned forty five in July, so. Uh, yeah, I've got some as old as you. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't be. You you can't be that much older than us. I don't believe it. I mean. How do I put 
I remember the day Nixon resigned. Oh shit! Oh wow! Iron yeah. not a crook. <laughs> okay, I. Okay. Like vividly yeah. remember it. Hmm? Vividly remember <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I oh. remember it happening. You know, I mean, uh, um, because it was. He resigned in '74. Uh, that the president of the United States was going to resign. Especially and, Nixon. And I, I wasn't like, you know, I was still a kid. You know, I was probably like. I don't know, eight or nine years old. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's something that there was no frame of reference. You know, you just right. thought about suddenly that the president was going to have to quit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Man, oh, I wanted to, not to change the subject, but I did want to ask before I forget, I saw on y'all's Facebook page that you guys are going to have a lot of merch when y'all come around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we've had a fair amount for a number of years. We uh, we have the drink accessories, you know, because, you know, it, it just seemed to follow, you know, sloppy seconds, you know. Our oh, yeah, absolutely. Enjoy drinking, so we, we got shot glasses and koozies and things, and, uh, uh, you know, we got a lot of t-shirt designs. Uh, we got uh, uh, vinyl records and CDs. That's what I was going to ask you about. I was going to ask you about some vinyl. What, what do we have on vinyl that you guys are selling? Do you know? Well, I know we've got um, three LPs. We've got uh, Destroyed. Yeah, okay. Endless Bummer. I need it. And yeah. uh, Live, No Time for Tuning, it was pre-issued. Oh, yeah, I don't have that either. So we've got all three of those, and I think we've still got some of the... Uh, you can't kill Joey Ramon's singles. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. man. I'm going to spend all my money at the merch booth. Uh, <laughs> um, we're going to be doing some um, uh, splits. Split seven inches uh, on failure records. And I think the announcements are coming down about those pretty soon. I don't think we're going to have uh, pressings available yet for these upcoming shows. Because right. I heard we're supposed to be getting them sometime in November which is about a week after the tour ends. Can, can you, know, you say so bad on that, but, uh, yeah that sucks uh, can you well, say who you're doing have, a, uh, pulling for hoodies this time too oh, oh nice just in time for fall yeah I don't know if we've ever done hoodies before so that would be kind of a cool thing oh, panties too we've got panties if you want to dress up your ladies yeah. I think I might. Oh man, I am gonna spend all my money there. Uh, do you guys have big boy shirts like Three X's? That you know. This is the kind of band that always orders bigger sizes. <laughs> I feel like no offense, but I feel like that question didn't need to be asked. Well, I just want to make I feel sure. Feel like they have sympathy for the community. <laughs> no offense. Are you sure you really want this many three X's and four X's? I say yes. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I see all these monsters walking up saying, "Yeah, I'm always like, man, where's the beer?" You know. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, I, I always thought it was crazy not to do that in the first place, to at least have some bigger sizes available, because that drives me nuts when I go see a band and I really want to buy a shirt, but, um, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I tried on a 2X last week and it fit me, but it's not as comfortable. I need the 3X. I've noticed um, now here here I am being the little skinny bitch, I guess. <laughs> but um, the large, I usually wear a large, but now they're getting tight and XLs are getting more comfortable, like a, just a regular loose shirt, not but not loose like they used to be on me. So I'm slowly getting there. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, a, it's a wild trip. When, yeah. you, when you keep going up in X's, I'm not, uh, it, it's rough, but you know, it's life. Well, I'm six years younger than you. Too, that's true. So that's I true. A uh, little time to catch up. Oh man. So I wanted to talk about too, uh, we were talking earlier and we always like finding out what have you been watching BA? I couldn't get into Game of Thrones. Me neither. Now, Game of Thrones, I really loved for a long time. Uh, you know, like everybody else, I think they really fucked up the final season of it. But mm -hmm. uh, the thing that was really cool about Game of Thrones, I thought, was all the location shooting they did in so well, many yeah. Increased tourism, especially in Croatia, which is is supposed to be a really cool place to visit, but it was kind of like secondary to you know going to France or something. But now Dubrovnik is one of those cities that has tourism that's as bad as Barcelona, Amsterdam, uh, you know, to the point to where they're saying tourists go home. That's the kind of impact that Game of Thrones had on the places they filmed. Wow. Yeah, I, it, um, yeah, it was, it's really disappointing to me. And also the other thing that, you know, about Game of Thrones, there were so many different, uh, um, well, the Seven Kingdoms they talked about, you know, and, and every, every royal house had, had a distinctive look, um, a distinctive personality and everything. And this is basically just about two royal houses so it's I mean it's like they they're trying to capitalize on uh, producing a sequel to Grand Epic and doing the whole thing on the cheap yeah. which is just like the most crass way to approach a series I think like with the attitude that they'll watch it anyway so whatever yeah it's just like they're, they're expecting 
the original series to carry this over for them. The Targaryens love sleeping with their own family, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're all about that, yeah. yeah. Season of the going on here. I don't want to spoil anything. So, but uh 
yeah, once you hit the end, it all makes sense, yeah. and it leaves it open for that final uh, season that's supposed to be coming up, as well as potential spinoffs. 2030. 2000, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see The Offer? Yes, I watched The Offer. It was amazing, and they were pretty. They were pretty on it historically. I'll tell you what, too, is I, I think I missed the cutoff this year, but if Matthew Good doesn't get a nomination for, oh man, his portrayal of uh, Robert uh, Evans was so incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Robert Evans' character was one of the best ones, and you see, he has multiple character arcs throughout this single season. He's up and, like, he's, uh, you know, he's at his best, and then he sinks low, and then he rises up again, you know, just trying to get this movie together and allowing, uh, oh, the guy who, the guy who's under him who was actually producing the movie, uh, yeah. Uh, God, I can't remember his name. Uh, but uh, just seeing like his ups and downs and him overcoming his divorce to, or his split up. With, yeah, Al Ruddy, that's who I'm thinking about. Yeah. But him dealing with Ruddy, you know, going between him and Charles Bluehorn. Uh, Robert Evans' yeah, character. I, 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 I that show was Miles Oh, yeah, same here. Um, I just thought, you know, what a phenomenal series. And, and I, I've seen Matthew Good in a lot of other stuff before, but, I mean, he captured Robert, Robert Evans' nasal speaking pattern so incredibly. If you actually watch interviews with the guy, you swear it's the same person. Yeah, um... Uh... They, they were really similar. Now, Al Ruddy's character was a little different from the real Al Ruddy, but I think their principles were pretty similar. Because Al Ruddy was also behind, what else, Rocky? I think he was behind Rocky and some of the other, uh, and he, a lot of other movies. I think he was behind The Omen as well. Uh, I think in the series, been, uh, toward the end of the series, like, uh, he was producing The Longest Road, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. Uh, I've seen both. I've seen that and the remake, which for a remake it wasn't bad, but, you know, Burt Reynolds, you can't be them. It's silly. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it definitely didn't hold up to the original, uh, Longest Yard, but, uh, yeah, but the offer really did hit it, uh, on the head. They were pretty accurate with a lot of what went on between, uh, the producers and, uh, having to deal with Joe Colombo, and they didn't mention this, but they did have to meet with Carlo Gambino as well, 
to get an ultimate okay after Joe Colombo was shot. Uh, but they they went pretty deep and they didn't seem to uh, take too many creative liberties with it, which is what I liked. But they still kept it interesting. And I liked the decor. I loved the restaurant that Robert Evans was always eating in with the green walls, just that uh, late 60s, early 70s. Uh, I guess, I don't know what kind of design you would call it, but I don't know. Every aesthetic to the show I thought was amazing, as well as the acting and screenwriting. Really into early this year, and uh, um, 
Danny's department, he's a Star Trek guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, animated. It, it, it's really a good fanboy view because it's pretty good. I know, I had, to get, I had to get Paramount Plus just because of all the Star Trek going to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do a lot of Star Trek. Amazon, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, Paramount Plus is one of the, uh, well, Paramount Network. I don't think I can stream everything available on Paramount, but all the Star Trek series are available to uh, Amazon Prime. Sweet. That's awesome. I, we were talking whoa, whoa, about... Oh, my bad, my bad. What is, what is your favorite Star Trek uh, show? Favorite series? Yeah. Series guy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, see, I remember when that's all there was. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> and um, um, I was actually a little kid when the original series was on the air. But, like, I was aware of it and watching it when it was spreading its syndication in the 70s. So, I became a fan at a really early age, uh, and they're still building off that mythology. Now, one thing I will say about the original series that um, I think Roddenberry gets way too much credit, because a lot of the important uh, cornerstones of what became the Star Trek universe uh, was actually created by uh, Gene Kuhn, one of the executive producers. Yeah. So I, I, I felt strongly about that for a long time. Like, uh, the, uh, the Klingons were totally his creation. And I believe, yeah, like the Organic Beast Tree, just all kinds of stuff that's huge in the what's become the uh, canon, I guess you would say, of, of Star Trek was created just out of necessity by Gene Kuhn and uh, uh, who were the other guys? Uh, Bob Justman and Herb Solo. Yep. So those, that's a really good book, the uh, one that those two guys wrote together. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying Roller Decks because it does um, really appeal to the hardcore fan. It throws in a lot of little tidbits every single episode. They touch on something, just a little obscure piece of trivia from one of the series. I liked uh, Enterprise quite a bit, too, honestly. See, I'm kind of I'm kind of like you, and growing up, it was always for me. It was Next Generation, of course. So yeah. uh, that's what I was raised with, and I just fell in love with it since then. Well, I, I like all this. Well, I wouldn't say I like all the series quite a bit. I was kind of. I, I think Discovery's gone a little off. Yeah, that's not even really Star Trek to me. I mean, it is Star Trek, but it's not. It doesn't have the same feel. Well, the, the other thing, too, is 
to, and I, I hate to sound really like a grumpy old man about this, but I think they just make such, they go overboard so much in trying to be politically correct. Yes. Um, and, I mean, I think Star Trek has always tried to, you know, strive to deliver a positive message, but I, I think it's always been, you know, tempered enough that it's really palatable and it seems like a realistic goal where discovery, I think, especially, is just like beating you over the head with it. Yeah. I'm not seeing any of the new Star Treks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> He's a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I'm a Star Wars geek. Uh, okay. So, yeah, there's that. But we were talking earlier about uh, She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying that, too. I need to start watching that. I enjoy oh, She-Hulk. I, I got to give a spoiler alert because the newest... You, you watched the newest episode, right, VA? I did, yeah. Okay, so you know who shows up. Fucking finally, Daredevil, Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox is, I'm, I'm glad that it's him. I'm glad they didn't get a different actor. Yeah, like fucking Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah, no Ben Affleck. Yeah. Charlie Cox is Daredevil. That's why I can't watch Daredevil. I'm just still... You're still traumatized still by Ben Affleck? I just can't do it. I just think it back by Ben Affleck and it just ruins it for me. Oh, you gotta give, you gotta give the Daredevil suit. Ben Affleck's series was amazing. Yes. Yes, and the show, She-Hulk, is great. It's fun, and uh, we usually talk about it every week, but this week, we and we saw the new... What, dude, what did you think of the new Daredevil suit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the new old one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new old one, yeah, but... Sometimes Disney will pull that shit where it'll happen like three months later, and then they'll get back to it. But no, like, oh my god, yeah, this is my favorite uh, Disney Plus series of the Marvel uh, shows. Yeah, I think I've enjoyed this one more than any of the other ones. It is really good. I, I like WandaVision a lot. And I, I that was good. Loki, but it just got to be a Loki was not what I I expected Loki to be like the best the best of them, and it's actually probably the worst of them. Uh, well, I haven't, um, I haven't watched Moon Knight. I, I don't think I'm probably going to. I've got a lot of stuff that I need to catch up on, and I'm not sure if I'm going to... Moon Knight's... It's pretty cool, but it's not It's not necessary. Like, I, I thought it was cool, but I didn't think it was super cool. Like, I mean, I'm going to watch them every week, and I, I was surprised by the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought that turned out pretty decent. I gotta watch that one too. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen that. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. But She-Hulk, I think, is my favorite out of them until, you know, they bring the Punisher and the Daredevil series back. And uh, I just I just hope they keep the Punisher. If they, 
Because I heard that they're going to do it with John Berthenol, but I, I just hope they don't like make it. You mean Bernthal? Bernthal. But I, I'm just hoping that they don't make it. Uh, you always got to call me out, don't you? I'm just trying to help you, man. But uh, that's what friends do. That's what partners and pals do for you. <laughs> I'm just hoping they don't like tone down too much violence on the Punisher. But uh, when they bring it out, so I, I don't know. If that'll be one, but. I mean, they're, they're letting Daredevil, or not Daredevil, but Deadpool keep his R rating, so. And did you all hear they announced that uh, Hugh Jackman signed up? He's yeah. playing Wolverine in the next Deadpool movie. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen the commercials yet. Sorry, I, I know we were talking She-Hulk, but I'm a, I'm a nerd. I get sidetracked by all things like Marvel and all the characters. So... <laughs> Yeah. Have, have you ever, I know this is a little off topic, but this just popped in my head. I went and saw that movie Anvil. It had a one night showing. It's about this Canadian metal band that's like influenced Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer. Yeah, I saw that What did you think of it? Two guys, uh, you know, and well, the band, but basically the drummer and the singer slash guitarist, uh, they almost get to stardom. It doesn't really work out. And then they're still touring and playing years later, and they go to Europe, and uh, some of the dates just don't really turn up like a great crowd and one guy in Prague tries to just pay them in goulash and the singer grabs him up and uh, you know he's like you're gonna give me my money and luckily an attorney was there and you know kept things from getting worse but just to see that they would still stick it out and going to work like I don't know I mean I'm I've played you know I play music and I do go to work at shitty jobs so I, it, it just felt very relatable in a lot of ways, like... Yeah, that kind of dedication, it was really good to see the um, commitment that they had over the year, you know? Like, they didn't let 
bad circumstances really get them down. I mean, of course they get frustrated, but they never quit. And I thought that was really inspirational and they kind of, I'll be honest, it kind of reignited the bug up my ass about, you know, playing and just uh, being more active uh, in any type of uh, artistic outlet. Yeah. Not letting work, you know, you know, eat up my whole life. Right. Well, I can see that. I mean, it, 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 it's a pretty inspiring story, really. Yeah. yeah I, need to, I need to see that. And they're a pretty good band if you're into that stuff. Oh, um, I, I, I am one of those people, like you were mentioning, like I kind of got into metal and went into punk through metal. So, uh, yeah, I love that shit. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, man. Where I was uh, speaking of stuff we saw, I saw this movie X, and you were talking about period pieces. Have you seen this yet? Um, no, I, I know, I know what you're talking about, and I know what the basic plot is. I haven't seen it yet. It's yeah, it uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I don't know, man. It was kind of goofy. It was goofy. I, I need to watch it again. I can't decide if I liked it or if I thought it was awful. I can't. It's one of those movies. Like, there's scenes in it where you're like, oh, man, that's, oh, that's brutal. And the way it looks is awesome because it, it very believable in the 70s. And it's it's just the, uh, the, the villains, I guess, of the movie are like, uh, it's just cheesy. They're dressed like, you know, they're supposed to be older, but you can tell it's younger people. And... And the our heroes, there's no, there's not really a likable one in the bunch. So, yeah, it, it's one of those. But it looks cool, and it's got the feel of like an old seventies horror movie. But you know, there's oh, that. Like, last house on the left, or something like that. I've never seen that actually. Oh, oh I still need to see that too. I missed that. Uh, Yeah, that's cool. 
Nice. I, I'm going to check that out. I have Hulu, and I think that's what I'm in. I think that's going to be me and the wife's movie tonight. Yeah, I have Hulu. I think I might. Yeah. Thank you for that recommendation. Uh, thank you, Phil, yeah, our Saturday night. Thing. I mean, technically, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, the, the plot's pretty flimsy. Oh, I'm, not wor- I'm not worried about the plot. If it looks yeah, cool. Look at it. I'll say that. Yeah, that's, that's what's important. <laughs> the plot second. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's it. Ah, that's good. Yeah, it's a female director. She's made another movie, so I haven't seen that one yet. But uh, the Love Witch was—it was really funny. I was, I was watching it, and I said, "Pause." Um, and my daughter, who's um. She's what is she? She's 24. She just walked into the living room. She said, "Are you watching the Bone Witch?" I'm like, "How the hell do you know about this?" But her friend had shown it to her a couple of years ago, so uh, I, I guess there was a little bit of a buzz about it when it came out. Yeah, I noticed like, uh, and even like younger people are watching like crazy stuff. Like my kids are like teenagers and like my daughter's like talking about American Psycho I'm like how do you know about that movie that's old and damn it why yeah. <laughs> I'm like she's like what's wrong with it I'm like oh nothing it's a fantastic movie it's fucking genius but I don't know if I want you watching the damn thing <laughs> but no yeah I, I feel it I feel it on that I'm gonna check that out the love witch man Oh, thank you, sir. Well, well, we're, to up on too, so. Oh, cool. Hey, question. We're not keeping you too long, are we? I don't want to... No, no, I don't have anything going on here. Oh, sweet, sweet. So so you're cool with hanging out for a little bit then? Yeah, we can talk well. Oh. Oh. You see, BA is awesome. And that's why, make sure you get your tickets for October 21st at the Mag Bar Sloppy Seconds. It's going to be great. I'm checking my notes right now, fellas, because uh, I wrote down a bunch of stuff that, uh, oh, did you all hear that John Waters is about ready to do his first movie in 20 years? Ooh. There's going to be a new John Waters movie? I that. That is what I heard. I don't know how official it is, but that's the rumor. When Danny comes back, Danny's our look, look it up guy. Uh, Oh, but he's in the facilities. But, uh, <laughs> indisposed. Yeah, indisposed. Hey, man, I like that movie, too. Is I, that the I, one with Johnny Knoxville? Yes. Yeah, I like that. That was a cool movie, and it kind of brought together, like, his, uh, his old school style without going too overboard, and with his new stuff, uh, you know, it had that look of, like, Crybaby to me, so it It was, did remind me a lot of Crybaby. Well, what I loved about it is how he, uh, Yeah, it's called, what's the name of it, Danny? I forgot already. He's uh, doing an adaption of an, one of his novels called Liar Mouth. 
Okay. I'm in. I'm excited to find out. A feel bad romance, says Waters. It's gonna be amazing. I mean. No, no, we missed I, the last time he was here. Yeah. And, oh, man. I, uh, it was probably about, man, at this point, it might have been like 10 years ago or so, he was uh, lecturing here in Indianapolis. And uh, then he opens the floor up to questions. Um, and um, uh, so I, I asked him, uh, you know, he always likes to pepper these movies with the uh, celebrity cameos and everything. I asked if there was ever a there was ever a person that he just couldn't convince to appear in his movie that was like his biggest regret. And he kind of looked at me like I was out of my mind. He said, Well, no, I mean the movie came out exactly the way I wanted. Was 
from that, I think she was in the, like the next four movies he made. Oh yeah. wow. Okay, so I've missed out on a few John Waters films. She's awesome. I want, hey, Danny, what's your what's your favorite John Waters movie? Crabbing. Crabbing. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine's probably Pink Flamingos, like mainly because of the way it's filmed and the way it looks, just like, and the low production rate, and and the soundtrack is fucking awesome. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's and the vibe is just. Man, I mean, if you think about it, that shit was like the jackass of that time. Yeah. But with a with a plot. And then the villains, the actual villains were like, basically, they were, uh, you know, they had girls in chambers and they were impregnating them, selling their yeah. babies. I mean, that's shocking. That was some, that's like pretty much, I mean, uh, yeah, that's the most shocking part to me. And then, of course, the other parts are almost equally as shocking. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just the kind of plot, you know, of who's the nastiest, who's the most yeah, vile. it's great, man. I mean, nobody's ever done anything like that. And uh, I love the the fact that, like, that it would be, like, they had barf bags in the theaters back when that came out. I got started on it and I just haven't finished it no, yet. It's no, on it's HBO fine. right now. HBO oh, it Max. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can actually watch it. It's, it's streaming now, which kind of surprises me because it's even it doesn't have the graphic kind of stuff from Pink Flamingos, but it's really subversive in the same way. I think it's it's shot in black and white. So yeah, the production value is not even as good as Pink Flamingos. It, I think that was his first one, wasn't it? Oh, man. Double feature tonight. I'm going to watch that and The Night Witch. Multiple Maniacs and The Night Witch. That's... Uh, Love Witch. Love, Love Witch. Witch. Damn it. Why do I keep calling it The Night Witch? You all need to text me that because I'm going to find The Night Witch. Down. Okay, good. Not saying she did it. Oh, that's awesome. 
Uh, yeah, I like a lot of the old black exploitation movies too. Uh, I like the. I, I'm a Pam Greer fan. Uh, when when we're talking black exploitation, I know you are too, Sean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a. Well, uh, uh, I think Coffee is like the coolest out of those movies. That's my. Yeah, Uh, call who comes to Harlem? Cotton comes to Harlem. No. Oh no 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 not yet. Is that one with Fred Washington? Or Fred Williams? I can't remember the guy's name. He played football. I don't know if I don't think Fred Williams did it. Uh, Fred Williams. That's what. It, it's uh, it involves these two detectives. Uh, I think. I think their names are Coffin Ed and Brave Digger Jones or something like that. And it, awesome. it, it, it's just, um, it's not really um, super exploitative. It, it's just a, a detective story and a crime drama that's set in Harlem in the early 70s. And it's actually a really hell of a good movie. Yeah, I wish there were a better term for that genre of movies because there were a lot of movies that came out that were really good. Obviously, Superfly, Hunt Across yes. 110th Street, Black Caesar. Um, but uh, Bill Cosby and uh, Sidney Poitier did a couple movies together. Uh, Uptown. Yeah, Uptown Saturday Night. Uptown Saturday Night, let's do it again. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, they were awesome. Uh they're not the same series, but they're kind of viewed as like a two-part series, but it's different characters, different plots, but great movies. Uh, yeah, both of our viewers seen Mother Jokes and Speed with Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah, with, about the ambulance. Oh, like, it's been forever. It's 70s movie. Yeah, Harvey Keitel, Bill Cosby, and... Uh, Raquel Welsh. Yeah. Well, there's, and there's a lot of good character actors in that, too. Alan Garfield's in it, and um, uh, Bruce Davidson. Uh, I think Alex Karras. I, I just, all, all these uh, uh, character actors from the 70s pop up, and it's really good. Yeah, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I remember that. Uh, what else was there? Uh, Larry Hagman's in it. <laughs> Larry Hagman, Jr. Yeah, he's in it too. He plays like this really pathetic, oversexed uh, uh, ambulance driver who kind of loses his mind. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, man. I know I saw that movie, but I think I was like a teenager. It's been forever. I, I don't remember it hardly. I need to rewatch that. Yeah. Uh, there was, oh, Gordon from Sesame Street was in Willie Dynamite, and he played a pimp. I don't remember that. I haven't Willie seen Dynamite. Movie. You ever seen it, B.A.? Okay, it was kind of towards the end of that genre, uh, but uh, it was one of the bigger movies, uh, and, uh, but yeah, he plays a pimp, and, you know, it's him against other pimps, the police, the mob, uh, 
But uh, yeah, it was. I don't know. It, it's it has a good plot, and then uh, there's a lady, like a social worker, who ends up, you know, getting them turned in or something. Uh, That's good. But yeah, uh, a lot of good stuff. Uh, you know what you need to see. I don't know if you heard, if you ever seen NBA, but uh, I'm trying to tell Sean he's got to watch Ten to Midnight. Oh, with Charles Bronson. Yeah, yeah, he's never seen it. I just saw it like a couple years back, and I'm like, oh my God, where has that been my whole life? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a. Was it the one where he bre- does the breakout? He breaks the guy out of a Mexican prison? No, the one I'm thinking of. Um, oh, uh, Telephone. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, no. Telephone, it, it was like um, Bronson, I think, plays a Russian in that one because. Um, what it was, there were all these Russian sleeper agents uh, that, I mean, literally, they had completely uh, been hypnotized to forget their true identity. And they just like, uh, they were planted in various cities around the United States, and uh, they would recite that Walt Whitman poem. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, miles to go before I sleep. And that would uh, uh, bring back their mission, and they were, they were like all trained assassins. Ooh. And so he was sent by the KGB, I think, to try to uh, uh, stave off the fact that this renegade guy was activating all these sleeper assassins. It was a really great movie. I want to check that out. I like Bronson. Yeah. So, like, there's basically a bunch of Manchurian candidates, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this has no... You know, they, they, they had uh, uh, settled into normal lives and didn't even know they were Russian. And this uh, renegade from the KGB was activating them all to uh, assassinate these politicians. It's a really good movie. I mean, I'll have to check that out. That's yeah, pretty I like awesome. Bronson. I like Death Wish, like everybody, but... I like the mechanic. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's great. Hard Times, where he's an underground fighter. Hard Times, yeah, that's a great one. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's amazing. Goes around New Orleans, really around the country, but it takes place in New Orleans, okay. just picking up fights and making... Yeah, during the 30s. Yeah. And he's just picking up fights, teaming up with people and, uh, you know, uh, fight bankrollers to uh, uh, make money off bets. And uh, James Coburn's in it. Uh, I can't remember who oh, else. Oh, the other fighter would be tough is the guy from the longest yard, uh, the guy that played Connie Shocker. Oh, the bald guy? Yeah, 
Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to. I'm I'm definitely gonna have to rewatch the longest yard because I haven't seen that in well over ten years. There's a lot you need to catch up on, man. I know. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen the original with Burt, but for some reason, it like I just you need to see the original Walking Tall. Is another one. Yeah, yeah. What a badass movie. Yeah. yeah, I know. It was a couple of years ago when I saw that too, and I'm like, man, uh, I've been missing out. That and uh, Big Bad Mama. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Have you yeah, ever seen you know, Goldie the Mac? No, no. The Mac. Yeah, Angie Dickinson. Oh, man, that's. Oh. Oh, yeah, I still need to watch that. Huh? With Big Bad Mama? Can you look that up? Is he? Danny. Yeah, I still need to see that streaming oh. on something. Oh, it is? I, I think so. Watching that and again. Angie Dickinson's hot, so I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's another reason to watch it. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, trust me, though, you'll love the original Walking Tall. Hey, what's your last name? Uh, William Shatner. Uh, yeah. Yes. William Baxter. Oh, Bloody Mom. I haven't seen no, that. I haven't you? seen that. And no, Danny just confirmed uh, that is William Shepard. Shelly Winters plays Ma Barker in that. And Ooh. Her guns are like. Uh, I'm scared, so. Bruce Dern and uh, Robert Duvall are like really good actors. It's a Roger Corbin movie, I think. But oh. It's got a great cast. See, yeah, like, I saw, there's an older movie about Ma Barker uh, set in, like, the 50s or 60s, and I've seen that, but, uh, but this one has Robert Duvall in it, and, okay, and it's called Bloody Mama? Okay. I'll check that out, too. Yeah, I love Robert Duvall. Uh, yeah, uh, that sounds like it would be awesome. Yeah. I like when BA is on here too because I can go back and listen to the episode and uh, get all my recommendations. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Oh man. But uh, well, man, we don't want to keep we don't want to keep you all night. Yeah, we don't want to hold you hostage. But man, I can't wait to see you uh, on the twenty first here in Louisville, Kentucky, at the main bar. Gonna be awesome. We really appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. And yes, sir. Yeah, it's always fun. I love trading recommendations. Just going over what all we've been watching on. Oh yeah. Hey, has anybody seen Moon Age Daydream yet? I haven't. No, no. I need to. I'm sure it is. Plus, I mean, Bowie, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I'm such a huge Bowie fan. I have been since I was about 13 years old. Yeah, my. Well, more like 15. 13, it was all kids. <laughs> yes. Actually, my, my Bowie collection and my Kiss collection on vinyl are both okay. They're not, not huge, but. Yeah, I, I've got some good ones. I got that 77 uh, live uh, stage, I believe the album is, the live, the triple live album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great, that's a great one. And then, you know, all the hits, uh, all the yeah, classics. Yeah, I got one of those uh, old school uh, 160 gig iPods and everything. <laughs> I oh. laugh about it. 
because whenever I go over and hang out with my friends and bring my iPod, they just go. So, do you have like to say yes? <laughs> you didn't even hear what I was going to say. I said, if it's any good, Bob Beer, trust me. And they, uh, they're like, well, how much fucking music do you have on there? I said, I can play this for 44 days. Oh, wow. shit. Yeah, my my Spotify list is uh pretty deep. My my playlist, I believe. I'm checking it now because I'm curious. Oh no, shit! You got me beat. I'm at seven thousand four hundred though. Total. Oh, total. Yeah, of white wow. songs. Oh, white songs. Oh. Oh, yeah, you know what? I'll give you guys credit because you guys, uh, you guys take up a good part of that too. I got, hold on. I, I'm, I'm curious since I got you on here. How, how much sloppy is on my? Uh, oh, nice, sixty nine. What better number to have <laughs> of sloppy second songs? That's excellent. That's <laughs> that's perfect. Oh man. Well, BA, I guess we're gonna uh, we're gonna cut the thing and then we're gonna say goodbye to you off the air there. But uh, everybody, make sure you come out October twenty first. Yeah, it's so gonna Friday. It's at the Mag Bar, Second Magnolia, Louisville, Kentucky. It's gonna sell out. So get them while you can. Yeah, because. They'll be gone like hotcakes. I'm surprised they're not gone yet. hotcakes sell really fast. Yeah, apparently. Especially here in the South. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, hope to see everybody there. And thanks. It's been great hanging out with you guys again. All right, man. You
strong. Keep that thong and hold it real strong. No, it's, it's bad to have all that salami in my face. <laughs> or I'm gonna be eating something. I mean, shit. I'm gonna eat this for you. I mean, you chips. I ate lunch at like one or two. And that was it. Jeffrey Dahmer. And then they won that fucking award. 
That's yeah. Oh, no, they lost their job. This really happened too. They lost their job, but the union got their job back with back pay. And then they won Policeman of the Year. Yeah, and they also were recorded saying, "Well, the 19-year-old Asian drunk Asian male boyfriend is back with the sober boyfriend now. Now we're going to get deloused." Mm-hmm. And uh, they, yeah, like they even with all that, like they still got all the. Awards and uh, they were making the prank calls. I wonder if that was real. I don't know if that was real. It might have been. Who knows? Uh, I know they bring like Jesse Jackson into it. I'm sure he went up there, you know. But they they picked a good like Jesse Jackson dude. It did look like him. Yeah, he was more laid like laid back than Jesse. That was a, it was a decent series. Uh, that was good. Yeah, I mean, it was, I thought it was really good, but will I watch it again? No. 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 Fuck no. That's, that's one that you watch to, to see it. And he I was said, cooking up steak, people's steaks. That was, that was nasty. That was nasty. He was nasty. He tried to get Niecy Nash to eat a sandwich. She's like, fuck that, I yeah, ain't eating that shit. She eat a sandwich. You think, you know, I didn't know, like, Especially, like, you know, I thought he was going to... I thought the turkey sandwich would look more like a red meat sandwich if he's cooking people up. Because the steaks looked like red meat. I kind of wanted her to eat it just to see what he would have said. Yeah. Because, you know, we got something planned, like, you're eating people now. Yeah, you remember Tim from Medea who made a brief appearance in this movie? (laughs) That's who you're eating now. He said neighbor that moved in for like two days or something and she was like watch out for him and dude's like disappeared his figurines yeah he was fucking weird man beyond weird fucking and then I watched the Jeffrey Dahmer tapes today because they always release you know the tapes of some serial killer and dude he would like touch himself with the organs did he really talk like that? Did he? Did the guy make him sound like that? Uh, the guy exaggerated the way Jeff talked. Jeffrey Dahmer's interviews, because I've seen his last interview before. He talked like normal. He had a little, with, a little bit of a Wisconsin accent, but or Ohio accent. He went from Wisconsin. Uh, was he like slow? Or? No, he was perfectly coherent. He just had some weird like. I think like a combination of the taxidermy stuff as a kid, which was an attempt on his dad's part to get him into something. And then I guess like not having any friends, being abandoned by his mom and not having his dad around that much, all that shit just made him feel like abandoned and he wanted somebody to stick around. He, I mean, notice in the movie, in the series, he's like, why do people always wanna leave me? He didn't talk like that, but that's the way, like, the, the he, you know, he wanted people to stick around. He could, you know, dude would have stuck around. Tony would have if he'd yeah. just not been a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a real psycho boyfriend, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> You'll never leave me and I'll eat you. That's, I, yeah, man, that was a good series. I'm glad I finished it. Yeah. I finished it today too, so I'm fresh off of it. And so, it's been one of the series. I'm still watching the new Quantum Leap. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm 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 gonna watch it. Have you all seen uh, American Gigolo? No, I haven't. I need to watch it. It's got John Bernthal in it too, isn't he? Yeah. He seems like he'd be a gigolo. I watched that one where it's the city or the mayor or whatever. The mayor? I think it's called the city. The city. Oh no. I don't that up. It looks good. But yeah. Shit should be wild. Should be wild. So you all ready for that show? I can't wait. Oh, uh, sloppy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That just made it even better. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, man. Yeah, and it's gonna be such a good show. We're also gonna be on uh, the first episode of FAFO. Yes. Leroy Jenkins. We're supposed Leroy to do some filming tonight, but we ran a little late. We ran a little late, and, and hey, that's cool. BA was here, you know. We, you know, hey, he wanted to hang. What do you say? You're not gonna hang out with BA on a Saturday night? I mean, man, what a Saturday night it's been. It's been a Saturday. It's a good Saturday episode. So, I guess we will bid you adieu. No, okay. unless you have anything good, Dad. Mm-hmm. Pretty much out. Yeah. I'm curious of what's going on outside. There's three cop cars out there. Oh, All shit. parked in the street. Really? Mm-hmm. Like around a car? Out of the house. Do you want to be our on the scenes guy? I'll go out there. You all go out there. Uh, okay. I was like, we could investigate. Ooh, investigative reporting. They had their lights on when I was leaving to uh, go get the batteries. And were they still there when you got back? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're probably gone by now. They might have just pulled somebody over. Oh, are they looking for somebody? Oh, shit. Are they, oh, were they, like, outside with their flashlights and shit? Yeah. Cause, oh, because of all the trees and shit in that area. Shit happens sometimes, huh? It happens. People be creeping around here. No matter where you live. Louisville's a growing city. We're a Walmart city, but... We missed our chance to be a good city. Yeah, we threw away all our good stuff. Like Pasquale's Pizza. Yeah. Now it's Nashville and Indy. We don't even have Kentucky Fried Chicken, like Kentucky-style fried chicken in Louisville anymore. It's all Nashville hot chicken, that dry shit. Like Joel's? Yeah. I like Joel's. That chicken's so damn dry. Look like that dry sandwich that Jeffrey Dahmer was trying to get Nisi Nasty. He ain't even put no vegetables or condiments on it. Put on hot sauce. It's supposed to be a gift sandwich. It, it, like nobody's gonna believe that's a gift. Like when you're no, that's ne- no. He just put some basically like day after Thanksgiving sandwich with no like cranberry sauce on it or nothing. Nothing. That's nothing. Some dry ass turkey. Yeah. No one they like the whole guy. They like the condiments. We all love our condiments. They like that. You know they don't like buying shit. Got spice spruced up. Oh, so is this how you like lure black people into into your apartments so you can eat them? Maybe. I would never tell. 
Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't tell either, but somebody got away. He was dumb, dude. Like, why do without that shit in your own apartment? Why would you do it in an apartment building? Yeah, well, he couldn't do it at Grandma's anymore, dude. Grandma busted him. Yeah, my grandma just told just, me to get the fuck out. Just, just go back upstairs, Grandma. I'm gonna what kill this guy. I mean, at least be a good serial killer. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, there was a smell that like you're like they kicked him out. He's like, I'm sorry, you gotta go. But it's a smell. He's like, oh. That's I paid 40 bucks, I'm getting it cleaned. Yeah, I'm getting it cleaned. I paid $39. He was just, didn't strike me as very smart. No, he was, he was pretty dumb. And apparently what happened in reality is that he, like, at first was killing people and then disposing of them. But he was getting like more and more addicted to it to where like he couldn't dispose of people before going out for another. Mm-hmm. And he just had all this backup and build up and what was the, And uh, that's not including the trophies he kept, but like just had st- people he hadn't, you know, gotten rid of yet. What's the show that we both watched that he I mean it might have been Gacy, but he killed so many people he buried in his yard and then he ran out of space and started dumping them in the river. Who was that? The Gacy Tapes? No, that oh, was, that was uh, It's on Netflix. So it's just, oh. just like Dahmer. Ted, but no, no. Ted was going around the country killing people. But he had, like, buried so many people in his yard that... And what his, was it? I can't That remember. he ran out of space and just started fucking dumping them in the... BTK, Green River. No, it was John Wayne Gacy. Was it? it? was. Yeah, because yes. he built... He was burying them under his house. Yeah, in the garage. And like, under the garage. He, he made a cameo. Well, I was going to say, what you all think? I thought the Pogo the Clown thing yeah, was cool. I mean... Cool. Yeah, I don't think he ever dressed up like a clown when he showed people though in real life. I think he was. I'm sure he did once I or twice. There was a mugshot of him as the clown after they caught him and killed somebody. Oh, one chill over his face. There's another. I thought he just like got caught touching a kid in his clown outfit or something, and then like early on or something. So he worked as a clown. Yeah. I remember there was a clown in a fish fry once at my school when I was in grade school and he like tried to like grab a bunch of people and stuff. What? Yeah. What do you mean grab? Like get him into his van. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. What was his name? I don't know. It was just like a clown showed up and I was like, why is that clown here? Oh, so he wasn't even, he wasn't a hired clown. He just showed up as a, oh, that's some psycho shit. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to show up. They're going to think I'm supposed to be there. I'm going to grab some kids. He tried to grab some kids, obviously. Yeah. And, oh. See, that's why people don't like clowns. Yeah. Who, we hung out with someone that had clown phobia. Who was that? Oh, Got somebody. Got hit by a billboard. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. Somebody, who was a lot that? of people. I know a few people have clown phobia. There was someone who we hung out with that was terrified of clowns because... In their younger years, they got hit by a billboard, like fucking billboard that had a clown on it. I forgot who it was though. I never had that clown phobia. I don't know who it is, but I don't want to call them out. We'll do it afterwards. Okay. We'll talk about you afterwards. There was this guy named Bob the Clown that used to come to the temple every year, but he just did the balloons and stuff, like, and he never did anything crazy. 
but other than that, yeah, I didn't find out people were scared of clowns till I was like 12, 13. I didn't know there was a real phobia. And yeah. then after Poltergeist, there was a time when I was scared of clowns for a little bit. You mean it? Oh, Poltergeist. It's the one with the clown. Well, there's a poultry, there's a clown. Yeah, with his fucking pillow its face under the bed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, have you ever seen the second poltergeist? The what? The second poltergeist. Oh, yeah, second yeah. Ball. The old dude in that like. God is in his holy temple. The dead. He's the ghost. He's like. Uh, from that like cult that died underground because he oh, kept them under like him confused with the phantasm dude Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Guy. Now, this is the old pale white guy. He's like, howdy there. Is it the same actor? I don't know. He's a fucking creepy looking motherfucker though. That dude Taylor Oh, he's chief from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in part oh, two yeah. And then the short lady the Time to watch him fall. He's the dude in Predator, isn't he? The Indian guy? No. No, it's Jesse Ventura. No, the Indian guy. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, no, there's an Indian guy. Oh, there's an Indian guy in Predator. He tells him the joke about the big pussy. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, what's up with that one dude in Predator that just, like, dry shaves while he's, like, breaking it? Yeah, dude. I thought it was crazy. That movie's fucking Oh, I knew a sudden in rehab that dry shaved like this. Like, he's like, I'll just take right to it, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm really dude, but fuck. That would hurt. Yeah, he's a fur. I don't know. your fur. That's like our Mitch McConnell voice. Dude, that's how he sounds. He's a hurr. <laughs> I'm bringing the cold jobs back, but I'm not really bringing the cold jobs back. Give me your vote. <laughs> My wife's a heroin dealer. Allegedly. Oh. Good catch. Yeah. Allegedly. Man. I wonder how many I'm people mentioned as a motherfucker. I'm like looking at myself. I'm pink. Dude. Got fucking red on red. I'm, yeah. Well, my face is red. Like a big bloody vajay. Big Donnie Vajee. Big bloody Donnie Vajee. I guess uh, we're just going to be seeing him with Blue Shoes Beatball Sharks the rest of his career. Rap. Yeah, they had new shirts. New shirts just came out. That's a nice shirt, but mine's cooler. My shit. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and then on the back side. Now you get more of it. I mean, you probably can't see the whole thing, but it's, yeah, you can't hardly see yeah. shit, but I don't give a fuck. You look like you sell bad weed in that shirt. I don't give a shit. I'm making my money. <laughs> I get that money. I mean, I don't so, make it rain. I can make it drizzle, though. <laughs> Throw them, change them quarters. I get that money. I look like you sell bad weed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's the hat too, like it got unfolded. Now it's folded like the Freddy Krueger hat. Like it doesn't have the right dimples in it. You know how Freddy Krueger's hat just looks like someone yeah. smashed it and he just like put it on. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. How did he get that hat? 
Uh, never show it. He's just a dirty old child killer. That's a dirty old child killer hat, I guess. This is not. This is just uh, like he said, a guy who sells bad weed hat. You know, have yeah. the hat as a janitor, though. This looks like Hector. How are you, Dimes? I do dimes. I do nickel stair I do a dollar. I'll her. I call me Nickelbag Jones. <laughs> Nickelbag Jones. I'm like, uh, hey girl, you want a free nickel bag? Alright. Oh man. Is that your scarf? Oh that's no, it's right. your new Guitar Emporium shirt. Yes. Yeah, that's a pistol shirt. The Florida League. Yeah, the represented. Colors, the colors are awesome. That's vintage because they're not around anymore. Shout out to GE. Probably be wearing that next week. Yeah. Shout out for not having non big assets. Man, I can't believe this evening. It's it's just started. We got some mixing to do. We've got all types of mixing to do. Mixing. If you believe in yourself. Oh, oh. Alright, well oh, yeah, it's yeah, approaching ten yeah. thirty, so oh, shit. Do we have anybody? Anybody? Well, give a shout out to BA. There's going to be a show October 21st at the Mag Bar, 2nd, and Magnolia, Old Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. And I think it's 40203. Get there early and meet the guys. Get there early. Oh, yeah. Meet your pals, your partners, and your pals. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, I don't think we'll be giving anything away, though. No way. But why don't you, know, you give us stuff? We still have stickers. We'll sell. We've got a few stickers left. We'll give you some stickers. And uh, yeah, stickers. Uh, Everybody shout likes out stickers. to uh, Leroy and Elroy's World. Home of FAFO, the Grand Heist, and the making of a YouTube podcast, or making of a YouTube video. My fault. Uh, shout out to Belushi Speedball, Shitfire. Uh, yeah, all those videos are on on the page. OYS, uh, Grimlock, Grim, Sloppy Seconds. Everybody, what was that? Oh, it was not good. Everybody watching. Oh, this is with that. Oh, that says cork. Shout out to the people. All right. Cork. Yes. Anyway, we love you. That's where I'm at. We'll see you next week. We're your partners. Chef your kisses. Sexual. That was rapid fire. Oh.